Across the Board Sports is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Daily prop bets for all kinds of sports where thousands of dollars are up for grabs every single day. Want free money? Use the code ATB at sign up for a free $10. Download the free app in the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. And don't forget, use the code ATB at sign up for a free $10. Across the Board Sports, unique sports coverage. Hey, one play at a time, huh? Play for each other. Love y'all. Hey, enjoy it today. Control the emotion. It's going to be live. But we're going to make it even live. Here we go. Win on three. One, two, three. Win. Baby, need some shoes. Let's go, boys. Game now. Game. Love you. Love you too. We got one goal. Let's f***ing win. You shoot. I shoot with you. Here we go. Win on three. One, two, three. Win. Across the Bills, all things Buffalo Bills. Yes, we are four weeks into the season. Coming up to game number four against the Las Vegas Raiders. That's weird to say. That's weird to say. But anyway, uh, we're here to catch you up. We kind of been uh, invisible and off the grid a little bit because due to my vacation, Stephanie having her own stuff going on. But we're here to catch you up. Now, starting with the Bills going into week one, playing the Jets, they back-to-back AFC East division opponents, the Jets and Dolphins. And the Jets games, the Jet game was a tale of two halves, essentially. It was the first half where the Bills dominated. It was from every, from the, the onset. The Bills, the Bills were in control of the game. Plain and simple. I love the fact that Josh Allen showed growth and he wasn't afraid to throw deep and he played deep. Now, on the Jets side of the ball, obviously you you can see that Jets defense was missing was missing what they had a year ago and Jamal Adams and CJ Mosley they were just out of sorts out of whack and just straight got dominated by by a Bills team they had zero zero pass rush against Josh Allen Josh Allen had all day in the pocket to throw the only thing I didn't really care for was the run game it a lot of and a lot of people said that that first half Josh Allen ran too much which caught which ended up leading to one of the one of the fumbles and everything they should have tried to get Singletary and Zach Moss more involved in that first half because it led to the Jets changing things up in the third quarter and that's how the game got the game got close again now, what what's your opinion as far as that first half? Um, it was it was solid. I mean, um, if I wasn't as much concerned with the first half as I was with the third quarter, and um, go, so, what? Hey, go go right ahead. Go right go right ahead this with is it. Is a recurring theme? 
this season, which is very concerning. It's it's becoming a meme on Twitter. Yes. And um, it seems like everything is in place. Everything looks good, and then the wheels fall off in the third quarter. And yeah, that's it's it's concerning. It, it, it's concerning in the sense that all three games that the Bills have played so far, the Bills have had a pretty near-perfect first half. They've come out, they've dominated on both uh-huh. sides of the ball, and I don't know what happens in the third quarter, but versus the Jets, they seemed relaxed and not as aggressive as they were in the, the first half Yep. against the Dolphins. It was the same thing. It was like, and even against the Rams, it was now the Ram, the Rams game. I'm, oh. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. The Rams game were, a li- was a little di- that second, that third quarter was a little different than what it was against the Jets and Dolphins against the Jets and Dolphins. It seemed like the aggressiveness, the, put the foot to the pedal nature wasn't there coming out of coming up out of the locker room and that's something that I hope going into today Sean McDermott and the coaching staff has addressed now against the Jets they let the Jets back in the game plain and simple granted granted the game the game was the game should have never been as close as it should have been. But nonetheless, it it ended up being close. It and but the, at the end of the day, the Bills won. It's the same thing in Miami. Like they came out and just also what the second half was in Miami was. It seemed like they took their foot off the pedal a little bit, and also the fact that once again. Levi Wallace is shown as a potential weakness to that secondary is Ryan Fitzpatrick was picking him apart. And also with that Miami with that Miami game you also saw how much importance it is to have Matt Milano and Trey Mount Tremaine Edmonds in that defense, in that linebacker position, because Mike Gusecki was looking like an all-pro player. Like yeah. he, like some of the catches he made were ridiculous, but dude was just looking like an all-pro player against linebacking defense. So it it showed you how much importance that Edmonds and Milano are to that defense and it shows you what I said in the beginning that linebacker that linebacker position is a weakness for the Bills because behind Milano is Edmonds you don't have much yes you have AJ Klein but AJ Klein's never truly been a starter he he's a serviceable backup he's a serviceable guy to come in and do substitute but then against the Rams, it seemed like the third quarter, it was just the, 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 the Bills lost their edge mentally. The, the call, the ref calls, the ref calls against them just, it took them out and it not, and it just seemed like they didn't know, they didn't know what to do. They were playing very, very conservative. They weren't being aggressive. 
and and it all started with that with the interception call. The phantom interception. Yeah, the 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 phantom the phantom interception call. Tyler Croft goes up, catches the ball, comes down, and as he's getting and Josh Johnson Josh Johnson the third, as he's like coming in, just basically like goes in and just rips the ball out of his hands. As Tyler Croft's on the ground. Like, Tyler Croft's on the ground. He has pure control of the catch, obviously. And John Johnson just kind of, like, got his arms on the ball and pulled it out as they hit as they hit the turf. And the, the, the understanding that I had with the NFL rules is any time in a contest, contested catch, it is only ruled an interception if it is truly shown that the defender had control of the ball first. Yep. And honestly, it was... I I feel like it was just the them playing an NFC team, the refs being the refs being the refs that they had were primarily an N- NFC team officiating crew and there's all the talks about the Bills are first real of the season and it it and all this and honestly I just I have I have a small feeling the refs were like, "Hey, we can let's let's try to let's try to See what we can do with this game, and then what? What I do love is yes, the th- as bad as the three third quarters have been for the Bills, Josh Allen has seemingly developed a killer in- instinct in the fourth quarter. Like, uh, it he puts his team on his back. And he develops this killer instinct and just, he goes out and performs. And he's able to make throws. And yes, I'm going to say this, the Bills got extremely lucky with with the refs calling the defensive pass interference call. Do I believe that that call was a makeup for the interception call? Absolutely. Lutely. <laughs> I'm sorry because nothing, nothing again, nothing against Gabriel Davis. He he had a phenomenal game against the Rams. He did, but there was no the there was contact, contact, contact. I would I would have rather see they could have called incidental contact more than defensive pass interference. I think the reason that they called defensive pass interference is because they knew they messed up that interception call and they needed to make up for it. Unfortunately, what it comes down to is the pass interference call led to the Bills winning the game, whereas the interception call led to just a mass massive shift in momentum. Yeah. But so it's like I know Bills fans have like, oh, the refs are out for us, and they're trying to screw us throughout the years. And like I said, there's been plenty of times where the refs' calls have not been the greatest against the Bills. The Bills got the benefit of the doubt this time around, and it led them to win a game. Now, if if at some point in the upcoming in the rest of the season that happens, you know what? I don't want to hear people bitching because, you know what? Refs make mistakes. Uh, like, unfortunately, I I truly think that defensive pass interference call was a makeup for the interception call. And what was funny is 
is uh, is if you're watching the Fox broadcast, Mike Pereira, who's like the Fox official official aficionado, he's like, I totally disagree with this interception call. It shouldn't have been ruled interception. But then when the pass interference call, he he's like, yeah, that's totally pass interference. Like, I'm like, dude, make up your mind. Like, like I. Like I've played, I've played football. I I've watched football. Like I, when they threw the flag, I was like, "Oh shit, okay, that's gonna be instant out contact because it was past five yards." Mm-hmm. And then they called it pass interference because I think the main reason they called it pass interference is because when Gabriel da- there was the contact pushing and shoving, but when Gabriel Davis tried to split right to make that slant, he got grabbed a half a second more to just delay mm-hmm. him, and that's where I think the pass interference call was called. Now, of course, you have. Josh Allen being the beneficiary of like all of this. Like and what's funny is where as all the national media is like focusing on Josh Allen and everything Josh Allen is like, yo, it's about us. It's a team. Like there's numerous numerous people doing everything about this. Like the fact that Stefan Diggs even said it. He's like, listen, if I don't get passes, I don't get passes as long as my other my other receiving buddies get get the ball thrown to them. And also that that's the thing. You've seen in three weeks, you've seen the impact that Stefan Diggs can have when he's being used in a way that he likes being used. And they change him up. They put him on the outside, they put him in the slot. And he's had no complaints, and also because of that, it you have your defensive has to change up, which that's the reason why in week one you had John Brown have a game that he did. Week t- week two, it was just the minute that the minute that Byron Jones went out with the injury, I knew it was going to be a bat. It was going to be a big day for Stephon Dix because he was up against a first round rookie cornerback. While the rookie cornerback was good, is good in a sense, it, he's not Byron Jones. And Josh Allen and the Bills took advantage of that wholeheartedly. And then, of course, in week three, you had you had the big game for Gabriel Davis. You had Cole Beasley getting involved. And then, of course, Tyler Croft. Man, Tyler Croft does <laughs> not does does not get enough credit. Like, I understand Dawson Knox came in and and kind of took over that number one tight end spot, but Tyler Croft had a game, and I saw on Twitter through a a, a bunch of people during that Rams game when he got the winning touchdown. They're like, thank God it wasn't Dawson Knox because people were like, yo, if that was Dawson Knox, that's not a catch. Yeah, he's been having problems with like dropping catches. He he had problems with that last season and I I think now what you're going to see is concerning. It, it's definitely concerning. I think what you're going to see is when the Bills get into that red zone position, I think you might see less of Dawson Knox and more of Tyler Croft. Yeah. Because Tyler Croft Tyler Croft seems like he's more of a reliable receiver in that red zone area as far as catching the balls at the tight end position than Dawson Knox is. 
And nothing against Dawson Knox. I love Dawson Knox. Like, he, he's developed well. It's just... That man will make that man will make incredible plays and catches, and then on the simplest catch, on the simplest throws, yeah, it's like he's got butterfingers, and it's like I don't like that. What is going on, sir? What what is happening? I need to be confident, yeah, in my players and trust them. Absolutely, and and the thing is, is like I know in the off season it was reported like Dawson Knox was working out with like. George Kittle and and Zach Ertz and and that and honestly do I see Dawson Knox developing into like a Zach Ertz type tight end where he's reliable he can be a reliable receiver yeah but he he's got to get past the he's got to get past the ability to drop the simple throws like he'll make ridiculous catches on balls that he shouldn't catch but then like a simple slant pattern or in route it's like the ball hits his hands and he drops it and then it's like I'll cringe every time yeah. the pass is thrown to him yeah. I don't know <laughs> yeah um I do like the fact that I I think they I think the the Rams game was also a coming out game for Devin Singletary oh yeah it, it allowed him to be it allowed him to get in a groove like I love the one-two punch of Singletary and Zach Moss uh-huh. it, it's a very good one-two punch but you also gotta remember you have TJ Yeldon back there and Yeldon proved in that in the Rams game that he's a he's a viable option he can get things done People forgot about TJ Yeldon. He did. Like people like people were like, Oh damn, I forgot TJ Yeldon was on the roster. Like right. it's like people are like, Oh, he's still on playing for the Jaguars. Like that's the Jewish type situation. No, he plays for us now. Yeah, he, he pl- <laughs> No, TJ Yeldon is a Buffalo Bill and and he's he's good and whatnot. Um But the thing is is I've seen just going back to the third quarter. The third quarter is the third quarter has been the Bills' kryptonite. And yep. if they go out today, if they go out today against against the Raiders, and they dominate the first and second half, and they come out in the third quarter flat, we got a problem. We got a problem because if you do, like, yeah. Against the Jets, you were able to you were able to you were able to withstand it. Against the against the Dolphins, you were able to withstand it. Against the Rams, you were able to withstand it to a degree. Okay, you can't, Josh Allen Josh Allen developed that killer instinct again to put away and drove drove the team down and put the and won the game. If you got if you start doing that against some of the better teams, we're talking Kansas City, Seattle, San Francisco. Grant, I'm not I, at this point. I can't even say San Francisco because San Francisco's got injury problems galore. So what what once was a game that potentially may have been a loss for the Bills possibly could be a win now. Well, that, ga- you- that game in San Fran. 
we might be going into the Chiefs game as a bye because of yeah. the whole tight situation. Yeah, I, I, I so did. we'll have to monitor that. Yeah. Um, I, I do see the, the Chiefs game, the Chiefs game could be a bye week to, depending on the COVID, the COVID situation. I know they, I know they rescheduled the Chiefs Patriots game for Monday night at 7.05 because of Cam Newton testing positive. And then I believe there were some Chiefs players that tested positive as well. Yeah. Their, their practice squad quarterback. Yeah, they're, uh, I know, I know. I know, I know the Titans Steelers game has been completely rescheduled, so their their bye week is now instead of week seven. I heard they opened up; they're opening up an investigation, so it'll be interesting to see if they can determine like a root cause because it's it's crazy how it just like spread. You know what? To be to be completely honest, and I called the, and I think I I I don't I've. I, I've not said it on podcasts or anything. I have long had the theory that when you saw all all these sports come back and everything starting to open up, I, I, I called it. I said, I said, guarantee you, beginning of Oct- at the beginning of October or middle of October, you're going to see a rise in. COVID, in COVID again because the weather is cooler. Yeah. It's fall. People are people are gonna want people are gonna wanna be out doing fall type things. And that and, and of course the sport. And of course the sports. The only two sports that legit have not had issues have been the NBA and NHL. Because they literally went into a bubble. That's it. <laughs> Like the MLB, yes, Major League Baseball had issues in the beginning because of the Marlins and being in Florida and everything. But they seem they got they got it called out. But the NFL, that's that's a whole different situation. As as well as the NFL has done to combat the COVID situation, your team, your your players are still traveling cities. That, Cities to city, state to state. You have teams staying in separate hotels and everything, but at the end of the day, you're still coming in contact with other players. You're still coming in contact with other people. You're. It, it's not like the NBA and NHL where they just said, "Okay, we're gonna pick three. We're gonna pick three cities, three to five cities." in the NFL and host teams or 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 whatever it may be where at where okay you're they couldn't do what the MLB did where it's like okay the A, the AFC West plays each other they play the NFC West teams and that be and the and then done like you didn't have that option so it's the thing of you've Travel, traveled cities to cities. Also, there have been teams that have allowed fans into the stands. You, mm-hmm. Kansas City, Kansas City, the opening night had sixteen thousand fans. Miami had thirteen thousand fans. There's like other other teams. Uh, other teams have come out and said, "No, we're not having fans until next year." <laughs> Plain and simple. But the thing is, is 
there's outsiding factors to why this is happening. And like you said, them bringing up the investigation as to what's happening. It, honestly, you could see... Honestly, if another... I, I call it another four to, four to six teams get get hit with potential positives, and I know that this I know the there was a Saints player that um, had a false positive. They retested him. He's fine. He's active. But yeah. if you have another four to six te- uh, four to six or even eight teams end up like the Titans and Steelers. You're look. You're looking at the potential of the NFL. Just saying, all right, we gotta, we gotta. I'm sorry, we gotta cut this. Like it, it, it's, it's unfortunate to say, but it's the reality that we live in. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, if this, if the South Park pandemic special taught you anything, you can't. We can, you can't go back to what you can't go back to how life once was. Yeah. Like how life was a year ago is not how life is now. And it, it's just weird, but getting back to getting back to the Bills, I I hope that the Bills have figured out what they're doing as far as the third quarter. Like I, 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 I trust I trust in the process. I trust in the process. I do. And if the Bills come out today, they dominate the first and second quarter, and then they come out in the third and they come out flat, then Houston, we got a problem. So do you think he will pass for uh, Josh Allen will pass for 300 plus yards today? Um, bold prediction. You know what? Based on that's the, a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird. This is weird. Talking about quarter, talking about a Bills quarterback passing for three hundred yards every week. This is a weird feeling. Honestly, honestly, against that Raiders defense, I think they. Can, I think he can do. I think he can throw for three hundred. Um. They're starting cornerback. Uh, uh, Damon Arnett is likely to be out. So, yeah. Hopefully yeah. they can capitalize on that. Yeah. And uh, I believe I believe they said John Brown is going to be back in the lineup today, potentially. Yeah. And it looks like it's going to be a Zay Jones revenge tour day because on uh, for LV, the Rut. Rugs and Brian Edwards looks like they're going to be out too. They're yeah, um, basically, basically the Raider, the basically it's the Raiders wide receivers are Zay Jones and Hunter Hunter Redfro and Darren Waller, yep. the tight end. So, but unlike the Miami game, we actually have Milano and Edmonds in. So, yeah, I'm not. I mean, Darren Waller might have a. A, a, ga- a game out of us, but hopefully not. Hopefully we can shut him down. <coughs> Waller might have a game just because that man is very tall. <laughs> that man is Josh very tall. That man is very tall. He can he can <laughs> catch the balls in the air. But also, but I like the fact. 
I like the fact that the Bills have such a variety in the pass rush, though. Yeah. Like, you've seen it in the first three games. Is like you have your and what's weird is they have if they have like two they have like two defensive line sets. You have your main one set, which is like Jerry Hughes, um Ed Oliver, and then Trent Murphy, and then one other uh like Harrison Phillips, and then you have your like secondary pass rush pass rush, which is like Mario Addison, Quentin Jefferson, and and that and it's like Honestly, like, if you could just combine... But, like, I could just, like... You know what? Take Ed Oliver, Jerry Hughes, put them kind of in the middle, have Mario Addison on the outside and Trent Murphy on the outside. I think that... And then you switch in Quentin Jefferson every so often. I think you'd be fine. And honestly, I think we need to establish, like, a rushing attack because the... Raiders um, run defense. Uh, run defense hasn't been so hot. No, they no weeks. they they haven't. So that's um, an Achille- that's their Achilles heel. Yeah. Um, so Singletary can go off. Oh, absolutely. Uh, this is the um, look. At, I, I mean, <sighs> they looked bad against the Patriots last week. So yeah, that that's. <laughs> But then, They're not good. <laughs> but then again, uh, but then again, it's also the Patriots and Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're they have. Let's see, defensively. Yeah, Darren Waller is their leading receiver at twenty receptions at one hundred fifty nine yards. Zay Zay Jones Zay Jones has four catches for forty seven yards. So, but then again, if anything, if anything taught me, if anything taught us about former Buffalo Bills wide receivers having a game last week in Robert Woods, man, Woods, my boy, I miss him. Yo, imagine Robert Woods in this Bills offense. Ugh, I miss him so much. I'm not gonna lie. I I I. We move on. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I I'm. We've had good wide receivers and everything through throughout the last few years. Imagine if you had Robert Woods, Zay Jones mixed in with Stephon Diggs, John Brown, and Cole Beasley, like a combination of the that five, like. Yo, and Josh Allen being the quarterback, yo, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, the so, the yeah the Raiders' defense has not been good at all. That's yeah, that's based on my research. Um, I kind of took a gander to see how they've been doing. Yeah. And the line is at Buffalo is minus three. If we're talking Vegas. Yeah. What? Well, line. Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course, the Bills are at minus three. Like they got it. That the thing is, is it, it's Vegas, so it's like they got to go with the hometown team. Exactly, especially uh, now it's in Vegas. I love the fact that what what I do, what I've found entertaining with this season is 
the development of that 2018 quarterback class. Yeah. That that has been the talk for the last week as as far ever since ever since the Monday night game ended. Ever since the Monday night game ended with the pay, with the Ravens Chiefs. There's been a lot of focus in on that 2018 draft class. And the talk about Baker Mayfield essentially being what Baker Mayfield is and now it seems like they find the the Brown whoever Stefanski and that down in Cleveland realizes what what are Baker's pros and cons and they've established a way to help him and make him work in that offense and that's what it seems the big the and then of course you've gone to Lamar Jackson where the the big knock on Lamar Jackson now is he can't he can't play from behind he can't play from behind and honestly I'm like honestly I was like okay you're saying he can't play from behind but you've only had you the Ravens have only really been behind in two games that I've seen and that was the tight. That was the Titans game in the playoffs when they went in and smacked them. And then the cheat. And then this past Monday night with the Chiefs game. Also, Lamar Jackson not gaining not gaining a hundred yards passing was hilarious to me. <laughs> but and then of course you have like Josh Allen, and now people are calling Josh Allen a hit and everything. Yeah, well, that's kind of what happens when you get into a system and you're able to work on things and your team makes moves to help you improve and give you the keys to win. And then of course, like they the, like the few clips I've seen, they've like they've talked Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and, and totally have skipped over Josh Rosen, and, and and then of course of course you look at Sam, they've also talked Sam Darnold, which yeah. Sam Darnold I'm, I I feel bad for that man because he has Adam Gase as a head coach. Me like, too. Like I don't know. <laughs> if if I like I had a I have a few friends that I'm that, that are Jets fans. Mm. To be honest, it, I, I've said this. I said, if you flip out Sam Darnold and Josh Allen, if you flip them, if you were to flip them, the success that Josh Allen is ha- having now in year three is the same success Sam Darnold would have if he if the Bills had drafted him. And Josh Allen... And then Josh Allen would be Josh Allen would be talked about the the mistakes in the hero ball because that's how he'd have to be in with that Jets team. But I'm for for the Jets, I like there's a lot of talk about them potentially there's talk about them just tanking the season and going for Trevor Lawrence and restarting it. I'm going if that's your plan then trade Sam Darnold now and get what you can get. Get Trade Darnold now. Tr- get what you can get 
and then if you that's your plan, at the end of the season, get 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 rid of Adam Gase. Like this is my fear: is the Jets realize how crappy a, a head coach Adam Gase is, and they fire him, and then they bring in someone that well better, and Sam, and Sam Darnold is still the quarterback, and they're going. All right, these are the moves we're making. We're gonna make, and then Sam Darnold just develops out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, and this is the thing: is you also have with Miami. Yes, you have Ryan Fitzpatrick there, and Miami. You said there's no rush to to turn things over to Tua. Yeah. But. It, it's still a number one pick. It's still a number one pick quarterback. It, it's one of the things of how long do you wait to turn it over to the young guy that you just drafted? And honestly, to be fair, I believe you're probably going to see two. You're probably going to see two in action today because they're playing Seattle. It's going to be ugly. I, I honestly think you get to you see to you're gonna see Tua in in the lineup today. Baptism by fire. Oh, absolutely. I, I honestly think it's gonna be a bad, especially. I haven't seen the injury report. I don't know if Byron Jones is gonna be in the game. Um, because I, I haven't looked. I haven't looked. But if Byron Jones is not in the game. Yo, if you if anybody's playing fantasy or you are on FanDuel, if you do not have Russell Wilson and Tyler Rocket or and or DK Metcalf as your quarterback wide receiver combination, you are making a horrible decision in life. Cause plain and simple, if Byron Jones is not in the game, you saw the game that Stefan Diggs had. It, plain and simple. You're looking at you're looking at a game similar to that for Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf. So you think uh, Stephon Diggs is liking the fact that uh, Kirk Cousins is no longer his uh, oh. quarterback? Oh, absolutely, uh, uh, absolutely. Some Vikings fans were a little miffed about that when he left. Yeah. Um. I to be fair, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I think it's a combination of the two as far as Stephon Diggs. It's a combination of the two that Stefan Diggs has a quarterback that can put the ball to him. And it's also the fact that the Bills are using him in various ways that allow him to use all his talent and ability and skill. Like they don't just have him locked in one thing. Where the Viking where that was the thing. The Vikings had him locked on the outside but they would move Adam Thielen outside, inside, and everything. And nothing against Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen's a, a very good wide receiver. But this when you, true. but when you have the best wide receiver at route running, according to analytics in the NFL, moving him around would be your best option. <laughs> and it allows you. I, I honestly think the fact I truly and I know uh, Stefan Diggs was quoted at, I read an article this week or whatever on Twitter that he even said that he he loves the fact that he's getting moved around yeah like there's been uh he's been, he's run he he's on the outside he's on the inside he he's getting moved around he's being used and also 
he's being he's also being used as getting receptions, but he's also u- being used as a smokescreen to get other people's receptions. And this is the thing: if if John if John Brown is, I, I believe John Brown's active today. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. If John Brown's active and he comes out, he has an okay game, whatever. But they use Ga- but they use Gabriel Davis a little bit more. <sighs> Yo. It, it's it's just gonna it's just gonna make that team much more dangerous because you now have you now have a tall a very taller receiver who's got a high catch point for Josh Allen and that gives him another weapon because it, it seems like they're getting away from the small quick receivers like yes you still have you still have Cole Beasley you still have John Brown but you're not using you're getting away from having having to rely on Robert Foster or Isaiah McKenzie be one of your top three receiver options McKen- McKenzie has now become kind of a Swiss army knife he, if he's out there but he's not he's not out there off like like crazy he's out there for certain certain plays, certain dynamics, but that's it. Like your yeah. main your main four wide receivers that are on the field are Diggs, Brown, Beasley, and Gabriel Davis. And then of course you have you Dawson Knox is gonna be back in action today. You'll have you have Tyler Croft. You have Lee Smith when you need him. Cause I I still can't I was like, listen, if, if you had Lee Smith catching a touchdown pass in week three of, of the Bills' 2020 season <laughs> of your bingo card, there you go. That was unreal. <laughs> like, like, Twitter was going nuts over that one. Yeah, like, they're like, the legend of Lee Smith returns. <laughs> Can't get rid of this guy. No. Um... <laughs> Like, it's just, it, it's one of the things of Brian Dayball, Sean McDermott, Leslie Flazier, and that coaching staff, and even, and even Bean, have, they've, they've brought in pieces, and they've built this team up, and this team is finally a force to be reckoned with in the AFC, in the league. And it's weird to say that after after 17 plus year after 15 plus years of just like pure like hey we're five and two but then we end up seven and nine yeah like I still as a Bills fan I still haven't truly accepted that they're a solid team to make the playoffs every year and granted yes you didn't make they didn't make the playoffs last year but I think that was a you made the playoffs the first year on pure luck okay you, yeah. you, you went nine and seven the, the football gods decided to stop punishing us punishing us and they made. They decided to to let the Bills have to have a playoff game finally, 
Yeah. And then the following year, what what I feel like that first year that they drafted Josh Allen and Tyrod Taylor was the quarterback. What a lot of people thought they were going to do is that that was going to be the six and ten season. Like that was going to be the rebuilding season and everything. Whereas the following year was the rebuilding season, was the growing pain season because they got rid of all the dead cap space from Marcel Darius and Sammy Watkins and um. Uh, Stefan Gilmore and, and they got rid of like the can't the like they got rid of all the nonsense and then you went out and you signed they went out and signed the 18 freaking free agents and and everything it was a growing thing and then you see the you saw the fruits is last year they made the wild card you got the wild card spot this year they're three and0 granted they have no right to be three and0 but they're still 3-0. So, I found out we're looking at our first, if we win today, obviously, yeah. uh, 4-0 since 2008. Now, going back to 2008, I think they said they were 7-9. and They finished the season 7-9. and So, I feel like this team hits different than <laughs> the 2008 season. Uh... All right, hold on. Let's see. Let's see here. Yeah, I read that somewhere that we're looking at our first 4-0 since 2008. Okay, Again, so, yeah. They, all right, they started off 4-0. They beat yep. the Seahawks 34-10. Uh, Jaguars 2016. Oakland 24-23. Uh, St. Louis 31-14. Then they lost... They lost to the Cardinals, 41-17. Oh, God. <laughs> which is weird. I've repressed a lot of memories. Uh, they beat the Chargers, 23-14. Then lost to... Oh, God, that was... Oh, fuck. That was the, that was the Monday night game against the Browns. Oh, my God. Where they lost... The, the Trent Edwards Monday night game. Oh, oh. God. Oh, yeah, Trent Edwards. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm barely... Yeah, because they lost to the Dolphins 25-16. Lost to the Jets 26-17. Lost to the Patriots 20-10. Lost to the the Browns 29-27 on a Monday night. Beat the Chiefs 54-31. Lost to the Niners, lost to the Dolphins, lost to the Jets, beat the Broncos, and then lost to the Patriots, and finished seven and nine. Yeah, that was the that was the Trent Edwards Monday Night game where he threw three picks in like the first quarter. That was awful. I've repressed a lot of memories from. That. I I totally reg- Oh my god. You ever like look back and you're like, what were we? Oh, hold on, what hold were on. Dick Duran was the coach. Okay, try, trying to snap a three-game losing streak. The Bills went home for a Week 11 Monday night football duel with the Cleveland Browns. Awful. In, in the first quarter, Buffalo struggled early as early interceptions from Trent Edwards helped Bra- Browns kicker Phil Dawson get a 40-yard and 33-yard field goal. In the second quarter, Cleveland increased their lead as Cribs got a two-yard TD run. 
the bill the Bills answered as Edwards completed an eighteen yard pass to Marshawn Lynch, along with when Lindell getting a field goal. Yeah, they gave up and then Yeah. Yeah, they uh who was their quarterback? The Browns quarterback. Uh, that was... Derek Anderson. Yeah, Derek Anderson. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, because that was the... That was the... That was the one where, uh... The... The... The Browns took the lead on the Jerome Harrison 72-yard touchdown run. And then Leotis McKelvin returned the kickoff return 98 yards. Yes. Oh and then and then the Browns the Browns drove and got a field goal. Yep. Got a field goal and then uh Buffalo took the lead as Trent got the one yard touchdown and then uh Dawson nailed the fifty six yarder and then Lindell mixed the fit missed the forty seven yarder. Oh my god. So I I I, I was at that game. That's why I didn't remember it. I, I put it away. I put it away in the memory box. And then you went home mad. I, I did. I did. I did. I There was a lot. Like, and what was funny is it was probably the, one of the Bills games that I had very good seats at. I was... Oh. I got tickets from online. I actually bought tickets online. I got them from a, a guy online and I was... 13 rows up from the 50-yard line. Probably, I was about 13 rows up. I was about 13 rows up at, like, the 45-yard line. So I was almost, like, dead 50. Probably the best seats I've ever had for a Buffalo Bills game. And it was that game. Oh, oh, I hate everything. I I hate everything now. I didn't mean to bring up it. I was just trying to be more positive because... I mean, again, this this team just feels different. It it, it does. It does. It it, it it does. Just because you go four and zero doesn't mean you're gonna end with a winning record. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be misleading. And what's bad is that 2008 season. The Bills just they had two. The reason they had ended up seven and nine is they had two four game losing streaks. Oh, that's just, oh my god. Just awful. Alright, well, we're gonna just put those memories... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're moving on. Oh, yeah. What What is this? Jarvis Landry out here throwing touchdown passes. I bring up my face. I bring up Facebook just to like look because I realized what time it was, and I'm oh, like, oh, yes. and then well, I see everyone's, everyone's kind of thrown off. Yeah, and then I I'm mean, like, and then all I of a sudden I see my West Coast. My West Coast peeps love the 4:25 start. Oh yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't mind it. Some people, I guess, do. Maybe it it would be a problem if attending the game. I don't know. Um. Yeah, apparent apparently apparently um cuz the Browns are playing the Cowboys and Jarvis Landry threw a touchdown pass to Odell Beckham, which I'm totally okay with because I have I have both of them on fantasy teams respectively somewhere in oh, one of my good. and whatnot. But 
one of my friends who live in Ohio, he's like, I can't get it on TV here because apparently the Lions game is more important in Ohio. That's weird. That's, well, he's from Toledo, so. Oh, so it must be a weird market. It, it, it's, they're closer, to, they're probably closer to, and the, the Browns are in Dallas, so. Oh, yeah. But that's weird that it's like... Well, I'm getting the Bills game because of the, the Chiefs-Patriots uh, rescheduling, so I'm, I'm really pumped. It's everybody, everybody's everybody's, get, is, everybody's so getting the Bills Raiders. Yeah, everybody's getting the Bills Raiders game instead of the Chiefs-Patriots. Yeah. Because they moved... <clears throat> I think the only people that aren't getting the Bills Raiders game are... Um, the people that are in the Indianapolis and Chicago markets because of the Colts Bears. Yeah. But I yeah, the with the with the Chiefs Patriots game being postponed, the Bills Raiders game is now like the the game of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure. It take it takes Cam Newton to get COVID nineteen for the Bills to have a game so of the week. Jared Stidham is gonna be their their quarterback. Huh? Jared Stidham. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That'll be a game to watch. Also, I do, I do love the, I do love the meme that has been traveling, traveling the, the meet, social medias is, hey, we're all in the fourth quarter of 2020. Let's hope we're playing the Falcons. <laughs> like, I, well, last week we had all the memes. Oh, oh, God. They didn't come true because we won. So, yeah, yeah. I, gonna, I, I laughed so hard because there was the one where it was like the Bills logo and then it was like and then the second image it faded a little bit the third image it faded even more and then the final image was the Falcons logo I'm like oh that's dirty that's dirty yeah I mean I had to laugh because I was so nervous I, I don't know about you watching it but Oh, trust me. I I was like when the I was ready to vomit. When at one point. when when the Rams took the twenty eight twenty five, when the Rams took took the lead, I was just like, are we really gonna blow a twenty eight three lead here? Are we are, are we gonna do this? Is this what ha- is this what <laughs> is happened? I was like, is this is this what happened? I'm like, Josh Allen, save us. I was like, Lord and Savior, Josh Allen, save us from save us from the from like the rest of the year, because like. It wouldn't have mattered what the Bills have done the rest of the year. Everybody would been like, yo, you guys blew a 28-3 lead. Like, it, it wouldn't It's like have... now people have forgotten about it because we won. Yeah, so... yeah. People are completely just like, they, <laughs> they, they've like forgotten about it and everything. We reversed the curse. Oh, did you see the the lovely rumor that had, that got like people like legit kind of focused is there was a rumor put out that the New England Patriots were talking to the Atlanta Falcons to make a trade for Julio Jones. I did not see that. Um, and then, yeah, it was, some people were sharing it and then, uh, one of, (laughs) one of the, one of like, one of the people that cover the NFL for someone came out and said, he's like, I've done my investigating. The rumor of Julio Jones being traded to New England is not true whatsoever. Like, I'm just like, I was like, all right, who, who told, who, who decided that like they were gonna, I don't know. 
lately I take everything with a grain of salt. You have to. to you have to. You have to. Like, you honestly have to. And there's, like, to. fake accounts. Like, there's, like, a Sal Sports account that I had to block. Yeah. And even Sal was calling him out on it. Yep. Yeah. It was annoying. I, 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 I didn't block it. I haven't blocked it. I didn't get a chance to block it because... I like I haven't seen it yet, but I know I saw that Sal Cabacho was like, "Yo, what are you doing? What, what is what is this?" It's like not even funny. Yeah, like it's not a parody account. It, it, it it's the thing with Twitter is Twitter's Twitter is great and everything, but. <laughs> They need to, like, if you legitimately have an account that's verified, like, Sal Cap- like Sal- I believe Sal Capaccio's account is verified, like, mm-hmm. if someone else is trying to, like, log in with that same, like, get that same thing, like, you'd think Twitter would be like, yo, what are you doing? We already have a verified account. Like, we know this isn't you. Like, yeah. Like I've seen, yeah, that's the that's the that's the downside of social media. Um, like I'm waiting. I'm I'm just like uh, the these quote unquote like fake faux faux accounts that like people wanna that like people wanna create uh, over like people that report on NFL and sports and everything. I'm like, are you that are you that bored in your life? That you have to like create a troll. Se- troll troll accounts of like a local beat writer for the Buffalo Bills or like I can understand if it was like Adam Scheffner or like somebody major, but like if you're doing it t- towards or, like a local beat writer, basically yeah. I'm just like what is wrong I with mean, you? I've had a troll account happen to me. Oh oh god. Yeah, it's it's not fun and it's it's awful because they'll like mock your tweets yeah. or whatever or discredit you or yeah. slander you. And you know, I'm I'm not a verified account, but I have a, a fair amount of followers, so it's just Yeah, like uh, I I like I had to block them, so Yeah, I like my wrestling, my wrestling podcast, um, my original Twitter for that got suspended somehow. Really? I don't know how. Don't ask me why. That's annoying. Yeah, and I it literally for like two months straight, I was constantly emailing Twitter and trying to contact. I got no contact back, and I just finally created a new one. Yeah. And I've bare. I'm like, all I post on it is the shows and maybe. And I'll retweet some things, but that's it. Like, I don't even... You're done. <laughs> I'm just like... Like, I, if I'm on Twitter, it's my it's my main account. And yeah. generally, all I'm tweeting is the fact that I'm, like, streaming video games. That's it. Like, that's all I'm doing. Like, that's what I use Twitter for now. It's like, hey, come watch me play a video game. That's about it. Oh, speaking, speak, speaking of uh, video games... Um, I, I'm still, I haven't, I haven't played the Bill, the Bills franchise mode because I've been busy with stuff, but I plan on, I plan on playing up to, I plan on playing up to the Raiders game today. Okay. Um, 
or I, I might actually just simulate up to the Raiders game. I haven't decided. And then I might actually play the Raiders game today before beforehand. I don't know. If not, I might just I just might play I just might play all those games off stream and then the ne- okay. the next game be there. So Well, I'll be sure to share if you do decide to stream and I'll share it with everybody. Of course, of course. I had I went in and I went in and changed some settings. I was like all right, we we need to change some settings because that for the, that first game I played was like all Madden, all equal settings, and I'm just like, well, it was is, terrible. What what is um Josh Allen's quarterback rating right now? Uh, he is now. Uh, I believe they adjust it week to week. Yeah, I believe he's an overall seventy nine now. Okay. Actually, yeah. Based on last week's performance. Yeah, based on based on two. Yeah, they 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 oh they I believe they upped him an overall point after the Rams game. Okay. I have to look. Let me let me load up Madden real quick. I yeah, can, it's interesting. I can uh, because if I I believe I have the most recent roster, I'd have to check. Uh, but I can load this up and go over it because. Yeah, I think they. I I I know they will increase pe- increase people on like for when you're playing on mutt and everything. Like they'll give points to people, but I think they I think they gave him like an overall like a one like they 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 upgraded him to like a seventy nine overall. I think. Okay. Because after the, I saw like the I saw like the the video or whatever. I believe the Bills like fr- the Bills Facebook page shared it, <laughs> or whatever. It was like, eh, he's a seventy nine overall now. Okay. Um. Oh, oh, Browns fans must be happy. Apparent, apparently, Odell Beckham Jr. is having a game against the Browns right now, or I against again so uh, for the Browns against the Cowboys. I oh. follow so many Browns fans on Twitter, and so they do follow I. me back. So. Uh, I'm- Okay. See, I don't follow Browns fans on Twitter. The reason that Browns fans are on my Twitter are because of the Indians. So that's why. Like, I, like I have so much Cleveland thing, Cleveland related things on my Twitter because I follow I follow all these people that were Indians fans, but they're also Browns fans. So it's like, it's like just by it's like just by pure association. Right. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Josh Allen is a 79 overall. 85 speed. 76 strength. 85 agility. 87 acceleration. 76 awareness. I feel like that should be a little higher. Yeah. Uh. Break tackle is 80. Trucking is 70. I feel like that should be a little bit higher. Trucking? Yeah. Trucking, yeah. His trucking is 70 overall. Uh, Ball carrier vision is 92. Stiff arm is 78. Spin move, 62. Juke move, 81. Carrying, 53. Logical. Man likes to fumble. Um, His... His... His jumping is ninety, though. Like that's that that's that's fantastic. 
Throw power is 99. Short accuracy, 79. Medium accuracy, 80. Deep accuracy, 79. Throw on the run, 87. Throw under pressure, 80. Break sacks, 89. Play action, 87. It's 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 balanced. I feel like the trucking should be higher though. Yeah, uh Trude- they they booted Tredavious up what uh, Tredavious White up from an eighty nine to a ninety. Okay. Uh let's see. Cole Beasley Cole Beasley's gone up to an eighty four. Uh, let's see. Edmonds is an, up to an 80. Milano's up to a 79. <laughs> yeah, like it, 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 it depends on, I, I believe they, they will put points up to people, like, based on performances and everything. But I did see that they rate, that they, like, booted, that they, they raised Josh Allen to an overall, overall 70, overall 79, so... Oh, but yeah, it, it's Madden. Madden's interesting with how they how they do things and upgrade people based on performances. So it, it's weird. It's weird now, like because it's weird with how Madden is. Because I've seen like people do like simulated Madden seasons before the year started. And the bill, the Bills like finished like second place or whatever in the yeah. AFC East and lost in the wild card round or whatever. But it, it's weird, like how sometimes real life affects video games. <laughs> That's kind of creepy. I'm like, so I'm just like, I'm going. I I've seen people on Twitter like when uh, somebody tweeted out with uh, Cam Newton getting COVID. Are you gonna like reduce his like his like like injury rating or something like that. Like people are making fun of it. He's gonna need to power up. Yeah, something like something like that. It, it's it's been fun, but hopefully, yes, the Bills play in about in in about two and a, about two hours against the Las Vegas yep. Raiders. Um, hopefully, they do not have a meltdown in the third quarter. <laughs> hopefully, fingers crossed. Pray to the football gods. Um, Josh Allen will throw for over 300 yards again. I, I, I. Will I, he still look like an MVP candidate? Because that's what people are talking about. Yeah, like, like I know people have have like, okay, Josh Allen is in the early discussion of MVP, MVP talks. As much as I want to say yes, he he should he he he's there. I'm holding off because I'm waiting till they play the Chiefs and the Seahawks. Cause right now, based on the way the Bills are playing outside of outside of their third quarter. Right now, the Bills look like a 14-2 and two team. The two losses being the Chiefs and the, and the Seahawks. Plain and simple. Okay. But if Josh Allen goes out and the Bills and the Bills beat the, beat the Chiefs, 
by God, they they somehow beat the Chiefs, and he, they go out. And even if they don't beat the Seahawks, because I'm sorry, Russell Wilson's on a whole nother level. Okay, Russell Wilson's on a whole nother level. If, if they if that Seahawks game is similar to what the Patriots game Seahawks Patriots game was, where Josh Allen goes in and throws for 400 plus yards and five touchdowns, and they lose like 42 38 or something like that. Then I'll go, okay, Josh Allen deserves to be in that MVP talk. Like, but if they, it's just the thing of, I'm taking everything week by week. Because, yeah, because, also, because, knock on wood, what happens if Josh Allen gets hurt? Then we're. Don't say that. Don't that's why I said knock on wood. Yeah. Not saying he will. Not saying he will. But we all know. We all know what. We all know what's. We all know what is behind Josh Allen if. If Josh Allen gets hurt. Yep. And it's called Matt Barkley and and Jake from State Farm. Yo. I I. One of uh, one of the forum like football forums I'm on is brought up the brought up the weird the weird thing that he actually got roasted for is what if Josh Allen gets hurt at some point this season and then they decide to give the ball to Matt, Jake Fromm and Jake Fromm just comes out and just balls out I'm just like I was like. It's 20... My simple response was, it's 2020, anything can happen. <laughs> like, that's that's what my response was. It was like, it's 2020. Like, anything can happen now. That's where we're at. That's just where we're... That's just where we're at, as far as, like, the year. But, um... Josh Allen throws for 300 yards. He throws for th- at least three touchdowns. Bills win... 35-21. That's my prediction for today. Okay. I got 30-17. Alright, alright, alright. We'll see, we'll see, we'll have to see where that, we'll have to see how this goes. But, thank you ladies and gentlemen for tuning in. As always, follow us on the social medias, across the bill, across bills on Twitter. Uh, of course, you have Steffi on, you have Steffi on Twitter, you have me on Twitter, you can uh, follow our twi- Twitter pages from that same across the bills page. And as always, be safe, be kind, be healthy. And for Steffi and Padgy, I'm Padgy. This has been Across the Bills. See you guys on the flip side.